right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. The weekend just celebrating a birthday. I feel like the weekend's birthday party would be fun. Yeah, I think so, no too. what day of the week it would be on. I feel like you would <laughs> have, a, have a good one. Well, we are almost to the end of the week. we got President's Day coming up. Some people are off on Monday. President's Day coming up this weekend, so some are getting ready for a long weekend. Now, sunshine with highs in the mid-70s. It's pretty picture-perfect. That's with nice. That vibe here in Southern California. Today is National Cabbage Day. No interest in that. I'm not interested in cabbage. I'm not a fan either. Uh, And it appears in it appears in a lot of things and places. Maybe a fish taco. Yeah, I don't need it in a fish taco. I'll allow it in a fish taco, but I like always in my fish taco. Not, not a no, fan. No, I'm not a fan. Uh, but even in the fish taco, just cilantro and, and chopped onions. No, you're missing out. No, I'm not missing out. You're missing out. <laughs> no, you're missing <laughs> No, you are missing out. I know what it does. It doesn't do much. To me, it's like filler cabbage. Oh, does it give you gas? It can. Uh, it doesn't take much. <laughs> for him or for you? <laughs> and how do you know, Kanye? <laughs> Could you qualify that, please, before you start throwing things out? <laughs> like, some of us are, tr- are trying to market ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez! Like, hi. Sorry, you should that. say hi. I'm Tanya. That was me. That's me. I, I That's meant it system. for both for both of us, but I'll take the fall on this one. <laughs> your both is getting way more Ellie these days. Like yeah, your actual tongue really, came out. You have like a double L in your bowl. <laughs> Why does your tongue come out? Yeah. I don't know. You don't. You're not supposed to use your tongue for both. <laughs> it's just both. Just both. <laughs> It's both. I can't switch it. I don't know both. why. No, there's no L. It's not B O L T H, but I pronounce it both. Well, how, what do you? If you have how many? Uh, what do you? You know, it's on the bottom of your feet. How many do you have? Ten. What? Toes. See, say both. Toes. Same. Mm, not toes. No, not you don't done. say toes. Both. <laughs> All right. We got a Ryan's Roses situation after seven o'clock. So she was working on Valentine's Day. And she and her husband then decided to celebrate, as many people did on the weekend before, on a Sunday or Saturday night before. But she thinks he celebrated with another woman also. So I'll give you some details on why she thinks that. And that'll happen this morning. And if you've not sent me a bill, this is a new contest where we're paying your bills. So it resets like a new season, if you will, Mm -hmm. of television. So there's a new season of pay your bills, which means I need a fresh bill from you if you've sent one in months or years past at kissfm.com. And today we'll call out names all day on the tens. Everything right there, Sissini? Yeah, everything's fine. I was just hearing a noise and I thought it was my phone, but it's not. All right. I saw a panic look on your face. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, I know it's on vibrate. So I was really confused. There was, there was this panic there. All right. Mary is in Los Angeles on the phone. Mary, good morning. Good morning. This is Mary Diaz from Balm Park Unified School District. Ooh. Now, what do you driver. do? For- Oh, you drive for the district. 
I drive for the district. Yes, do I you want drive to give a in, shout out. Wait, what do you drive? Do you drive an international? Who makes the bus? Oh, you're asking me questions that I just drive all the buses. Well, the who makes little the ones, buses? The big ones. Oh. oh, who makes the buses? Thomas and uh, the, the, the Lion and uh, let me look around. Bluebird. Bluebird. We have a bunch okay. of them. Well, when I was growing up, we got somehow like my eighth grade year we got a new international it's called international new bus right, I, that had I, a st- I remember those had a strong sound to it and fresh seats of course back then still no seat belts but fresh seats that yeah. smelled so uh-huh. good now that big rear view mirror up there and a fan posted up so charlie the bus driver could stay cool in the summer <laughs> the heat fans for Georgia. the bus drivers yes i remember those Yes, now we're sophisticated. We have electric buses, we have propane buses, and we have diesel buses. Wow. All right, so, so Mary, let's shout it out to your fellow colleagues, bus drivers. What do you want to shout out? I want to shout out a hello to everybody to be safe and uh, be protected from this COVID and uh, all that. And to all my mechanics and maintenance and all the people in this Ballon Park Unified School District. Oh, and I second that. Yes, now, are everyone. you where, are you on like Ramona Boulevard and where in Puente Avenue? Where are you? Yes. Yeah, we're on Ramona and Pacific. Pacific, okay. Yeah, Past we're P&G's, on Downing and Pacific. You know where P and G Super Burger is? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Mm. All right, just <laughs> making sure you're the real Mary. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, yes, thank you for having me on, and I love listening to you every single day. Well, thank you, Mary, and keep that great spirit alive for our kids, and it's just wonderful that you're listening while you drive, and we appreciate you and all that you do, and shout out to your colleagues there. Thanks for calling in, Mary. Have a great and safe day. Yes, thank you so much. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) That's who you want your kids to see every morning. Right, I know. You just know you're in, you're you just know your kids are in good hands when Mary rolls up in the mm-hmm. bus. So, you know, you put your shaving cream down and you pick it up and there's a rust ring in your shower. It's left there. So, how do you stop that from happening? Here's what you do. It's funny how little things like that can just set you off. You see that ring and it's not. Yeah, because not it won't, okay. no matter how much you try to clean it, it doesn't come off. Well, it, here, put a thin layer of clear nail polish around the bottom of the ring can, of the can mm. ring, the ring of the can. So put the nail polish on the can. That keeps the metal, that keeps the material from touching your material in the shower. Makes sense. And your nail it will polish prevent it from rusting. Is such an underutilized. What other, tell me, what other usage is does it have? You know, off the top of my head, I'm drawing a little bit of a blank. Your pantyhose. When you have a run in your tights or your pantyhose, yes, you can use you, the Sisney. clear nail polish to make it so that it stops the run from going all the way to the top. And earrings, too. If you don't buy, if you buy kind of like cheap earrings, you can uh, use clear nail polish through the through the pole and mm-hmm. use that and it, it won't turn your ears green. It also can keep glasses together, like your glasses, if they separate or... Say what? Loose. Really? You keep your glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, see? You know, keep your shoelaces from unraveling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can also use nail a lighter. Nail polish. So good. All right. Well, we've exhausted the list of uses for nail polish. Yeah, that was fun. Today's quote. You often feel tired. 
Not because you've done too much, but because you've done too little of what sparks a light in you. You've, you've done things that bring you down. Yeah. Do things to lift you up, they say. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Check this out. $150 in free Postmates. Go to kissfm.com, keyword Postmates, for your chance to win that. Let's get to the headlines, Disney. What do you have? Well, California officials today will unveil a plan for coexisting with the coronavirus, which scientists say is likely to be around for the foreseeable future. The plan presumes that our state is entering an endemic stage where the virus will still exist in a community, but becomes manageable as immunity builds. The move comes a day after California lifted its latest indoor masking mandate and delayed until February 28th an announcement on when they will stop requiring masks in schools. Rams fans cheered Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, and the rest of the Super Bowl champions during a victory parade and rally yesterday near Exposition Park. The parade kicked off at 11 as the team and their families made their way down Figueroa Street on open-top buses, popping champagne bottles, having a grand old time. Uh, Cooper Cup actually honored one of the city's most beloved athletes by wearing a Kobe Bryant jersey. And as more and more fans look for new ways to make Disney a bigger part of their lives, the Walt Disney Company announced plans to introduce story living by Disney. Vibrant new neighborhoods that are infused with the company's special brand of magic. The first story living by Disney community will be built in Rancho Mirage right there in Coachella Valley, a location where apparently Walt Disney himself once owned a home and would spend lots of time with his family there. Additional locations in the U.S. are under exploration for the future developments as well. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, we are about to pay a bill. Uh, and in a second, Sisney has something on the heels of Valentine's Day. What's coming up, Sisney? Well, I don't want to be a downer, but I read an article about how romance might be dead. Well, that's a down thought. But I want no, to but... discuss it because there may be a point to it. Okay, I get so, it. Well, can't wait for that. Uh, all right. And, and in just a second, L.A. City Council President Nuri Martinez is going to be on with us. So check this out. Nori's about to become the first female mayor in the history of L.A. because Mayor Garcetti, our L.A. mayor, is nominated to be the United States ambassador to India. So once approved by the Senate, he's going to step down, and Council President Martinez will be mayor until a new mayor is elected later this year. And she's saying she does, she's going to do this but doesn't want to run to be mayor. But once you get a taste of being mayor... Might that change your mind? Yeah, that's a good point. Can you we might ask drink her? it all in? Absolutely. That's one of the things I want to ask. Mm-hmm. She's also calling to wish uh, Patty good luck with her next venture, too. So that's coming up in just a little bit. It says here in my notes, she is not all capitals running to be elected mayor. Mm. All right. So I mean, it, that's a, what a big, what a great thing. She's going to be the first female mayor of the city of Los Angeles, which is a massive city, one of the biggest economies in the world. Los Angeles. All right, that's in minutes here. Then it's Orion's Rose. This this is a busy hour. Sisney, romance is dead. Thank you. Okay. Well, no. Let's talk about love for a second, right? Let some view love as an essential part of the human experience. I love love personally, but there seems to be a trend right now of people 
who view romantic love as unnecessary, as an unnecessary burden in their lives. So I, I wanted it. to bring this up. So let's just kind of do a scenario. And this is kind of like many millennial women are the ones that are being, you know, outspoken about this when I read this article. The idea is a millennial is living her life. She loves her job. She loves her pets. She loves her workout routine. Her friends, all that is like in line, right? She meets a dude. He all of a sudden is not vibing with one of those things in her life. And she's trying to make it work, but it's just not. It's now a burden. Like she's trying to make this romance work and it's not working out. She was doing fine on her own, but then she tried to do the romance and it didn't work out. So is it better just to not have the romance and just to... So Date is the freely. idea so then is the idea that you have companionship with your friends and that fulfills connectivity and you casually see people for intimacy and you yes. do your own routine. That's yes. the idea. Yeah. That's the idea that some are exploring. It's not for me personally. Haven't I done that before? <laughs> like for like Yeah, I was gonna say this seems like, like something 30s? that you would really Yeah. I mean, I don't think that I shouldn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, because guess what, I know because look what scenario two, Sisney gave scenario one, scenario two, you're in a great relationship and it's so good. And then you break up out of nowhere and you can't focus. You can't I focus on like your work. This, you can't focus on your friends. You can't focus on anything. But I have had many chapters in my life where I have done this. Maybe out of force, but I've done this. Done what? Live like that. Right? Yeah. Where I was busy, I was, working, I was with friends, and I was dating, and I was good. So, but then you guys come into the picture. With what? All your How are we involved with your marriages? We're not involved with your love you start life. Pressuring me, you start pressuring me into the norm. Out of anybody in your life, we are the least pressure people in it. What are you talking about? For You're the sure. only people to ever bring it up. We do not pressure what? you about marriage or any of that stuff. We always bring up marriage. No, we don't. I'm fine. Like, the, there's a lot of concepts in my head. Well, funny you bring up marriage. They're actually saying that maybe marriage would work out more if people didn't focus so much on the romance part of it and focus more on a partnership when it came to marriage. Then maybe you wouldn't get divorced. I didn't realize I could see the future. <laughs> when, I, when I was living this way. Um... <laughs> No, I, it's guys, it's so up to each individual. For some people, that works. For others, your situation works. For me, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Still just, <laughs> I'm still of trying to figure I think that might yeah. be this. Like, Michael and I are not super romantic. Romantic is that a word? But, but you're married. This is not being married. No, we're married, but I'm just saying, like, we're not like we're not lovey dovey like how Tanya and her boyfriend are. You know what I mean? It's like that well, works for them. Like down. they're like sappy, sappy, cute, cute, cute. And Michael now. and that's I are no. not like yeah, that. Yeah, but also I think it's different because I think when you're newly dating and mm -hmm. you have your life fully set and you're an adult and you're like you have all your stuff going, and you start dating somebody new, all the other things in your life they do take it. Like I don't hang out with my friends as much anymore because <gasps> I'm in a relationship. Yeah, I know, and I work really that hard. That always to happens. Yeah, but it's like, if you can avoid, I mean, why not just avoid all that? Then you don't have romantic love, and then and then what do you do when you're 80? No, there's no, there, there's a grass is greener scenario to all of this, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I, I could go on, but Me we too. have to keep moving. Uh. We have, uh, who is going to be the first female mayor of L.A. standing Ooh. by? On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest, Sisney, Tanya, Patty Rodriguez with us. Tomas Patty's last day before she uh, goes on to pursue her other ventures. She'll be 
back at iHeart doing some podcasting. But wanted to bring on actually a special guest right now. There's there's a lot to talk about here. Uh, City Council, L.A. City Council President Nuri Martinez is joining us now. Uh, she is about to become the first female mayor in the history of Los Angeles, nice. which is a right. big deal in a yes. huge city and a massive global economy. And she's with us now. Good morning, Nuri. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Ryan. I'm just, we're excited. I think so many people are excited for what's about to come once uh, Mayor Garcetti's confirmed for his ambassadorship. How are you feeling? Well, I'm excited, but I think it's also really shameful, quite frankly, that we haven't had a woman mayor yet in the city's history. That's right. Uh, and so from the start, I haven't, I've always encouraged women to run for office for this very reason. Uh, women lead and we bring just a very unique perspective um, than our male counterparts. And so I just believe women need to run, they need to get elected, and they need to serve in office because I think it makes such a huge difference in, in the terms of how we govern. Mm-hmm. Well, Council President Martinez, you say that here to me, and it makes me have to ask the next question because I know you have said you're not going to run to be elected mayor, but why not? Well, as council president, the structure of the city of Los Angeles is a little different than Chicago and the city of New York. Um, The power lies within the city council. Mm -hmm. The body of the city council is the policymaker. And so uh, I've only been council president for two years. It's been the toughest two years in the city's history having to deal with this pandemic. And there's so much more work to be be done. Mm -hmm. And we've led... We've led in Los Angeles with um, you know, pe- putting people first and families first and children first. During this pandemic, there's so much more work to be done, and we, we need to recover and finally get out of the pandemic. And so I feel like I'm a lot more powerful um, as council president. I would like to continue to lead this council forward. And that's my main focus is to deliver for Angelinos, and we all need to get back to hopefully live, living regular lives, but putting people first, and our families need to continue to prosper. Los Angeles needs to work for everyone. Mm-hmm. No, it's true, and I'm thinking about you and your role in having to deal with so many things that we've never imagined or seen before, and they just kept stacking up one after the other. It must have been, an, I mean, for everybody in every job and every situation they're in, it was incredibly challenging. But to come up with solutions and navigate through it and be the positive voice, that had to be a lot of pressure and quite a challenge. Yeah, and quite a learning experience. I don't think any, any council president has ever served during these, these uncertain times. But we need to lead. That's why people elected us. And we need to put our families first. We need to continue to deliver for Angelinos. And we're slowly recovering from this pandemic. I Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we can show better numbers in terms of this last surge. Um, and what the last thing I ever want to see is our kids back learning online. Because as a mother of a 13-year-old, mm. I can tell you that just simply wasn't working <laughs> for me. And so the last thing I want... It's for our schools to shut down, our kids to go back to virtual learning, because it wasn't working for the majority of families, especially those moms that are having to still work and deal Mm -hmm. with the responsibilities of home and raising kids. It's so incredibly stressful. And so we all need to do our part, do our part, get vaccinated, wear that mask as long as we can so that our kids can can get through it and also hopefully take off the mask sooner, uh, sooner rather than later. And they don't have to skip school or have to, you know, do this virtual learning because it was it was tough on so many families. Really hard. Amen. Amen to that. Yeah, I, yeah it is, it's so right. Now, we understand you have a little message here for our very own entrepreneur and superstar and community connector, Patty Rodriguez. 
Oh, we love Patty. You know, Patty's been making history um, from the beginning. I think she spent so much part of her career, um, almost two decades on the radio, bringing so much joy to our families and our homes and millions of Angelinos here in Los Angeles. And like me, we both were raised by Mexican-American immigrants. Um, and Patty is just such a trailblazer for Latinas, um, you know, Wherever you see her, you just automatically can connect with her story and um, her success on the radio. And I just want to wish her the best of luck. I think Patty's legacy is that one that just gives so many young Latinas an incredible, she's just an incredible role model to look up to. And I just, I'm so excited for her. And tomorrow, February 18th, we're going to be declaring Patty Rodriguez Day in the city of Los Angeles. Whoa. Oh, my God. You got a day. Wait, that <laughs> I didn't know that. That is so major. It's gonna oh, my be Patty God. Patty Day. It's major. I'm so president of Martinez. I'm so proud of you and everything you've accomplished. You are such a role model for so many of us. And, you know, so many of us who grew up with parents who spoke very little English, who worked their butt off in this country, raised children, mm-hmm. and it's our, it's our way of giving back to our community and saying we can do it. We can, we yes, can we, achieve yes, we all can. of our dreams. Yes, we can. It's, yes, we can. And I, I've admired you for so many years, and um, it's just wonderful to see that, um, you know, we're, we're working toward creating the path that we wish we were given growing up and it's so wonderful to see you know incredible women like yourself in the in these spaces you know when many times you know where you know you know where we come from it's it's a it's a privilege to dream because you know it's it's either you know it's dreaming or surviving and you know we have to survive um but i appreciate your words so much and i love this city i love my community and i'm my my purpose is to uplift our stories and and find ways to create more spaces for us and and more tables and more seats and more doors. Thank you so much, Patty. You, Patty, you continue to show the world that there is nothing Latinas can't do, and it's a, it's just this is a, just a, a small token of our appreciation of what you've done to uplift our communities here in Los Angeles and as a city. We want to thank you for everything you put forward. And we want to just wish you the best as you continue to grow and you continue to succeed and make us all so proud. Thank you so much. Councilman Martinez with us. I I know we have to plan your day. We need to start early, okay? Mm -hmm. Make it a 24 hour day. It is a 24 hour day, but let's live to 24 hours. Like, what's for breakfast? Uh, (laughs) Councilman, thank you very much for coming on. I am honored And, and thank you so much. And we could we could say those same yeah. things back to you for what you're doing, and we hope to continue to connect with you on this show and keep us posted on all of your moves and, of course, what's happening with the evolution of this great city of ours, too, okay? Thank you so much, guys. Un abrazo, Patty. We love you. We lo- I love you, too. Un abrazo de bien fuerte. Gracias. Adios. Bye. No. I mean, that's the, about to be the mayor. And the mayor said those beautiful things and then gave you a day a day cool i I can't i don't even know what to say oh when you buy your coffee in the morning you should be like oh yeah i'm gonna have like a venti black and it's my day 
I mean, <laughs> do we show up to work? Everybody's off work. I'm going to take a different way in. I'm going to take your street. Maybe she has a street on that day, too. I'm going to take her street on her day in. Yeah. Well, that's that. What beautiful, beautiful thoughts from uh, L.A. City Council President Nuri Martinez about to be Los Angeles' first female mayor. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Time for Ryan's Roses on Kiss FM. Dear Ryan and Sissini, let's go now. Heather is on the line. She's been holding for a minute, so I want to get her up here. Uh, she found an empty bottle of wine and a few other things in the trash can Tuesday morning. She says she worked Monday night and thought that he, her husband, was home alone. So, Heather, thank you for coming on. I, I want to jump into the questions we have for you first. So your husband celebrated Valentine's with you early. Is that right? Yeah, we actually, we celebrated it over the weekend because I had to work late Monday night. Okay. And then you also found, you say here, some other celebratory items, a bottle of wine and some other stuff in the trash. How do you explain that? How does your husband explain that? Well, so I haven't confronted him about it because I feel like he would just, I, I just, I feel like he would lie about it if it is incriminating and like, I don't know. So I wanted to catch him off guard. What so what the are the other things you found? Yeah. So it was a bottle of wine and there was like two plastic cups of empty box of candy and a wrapper to, I don't know how to say it appropriately, to something you would use no. when you were maybe doing the deed. No. Yeah. And so that's what was concerning. And it was strange. Like I said, I didn't know why that was in our garbage can. It was a small bag. And so when I went through it and saw that stuff, that's pretty incriminating. Yeah. Is it possible that he was alone for this whole charade? Like, is that something guys do into that? Into what exactly do you mean? Into what she was saying was something that you pull out of a wrapper. No, it's not. Why why would you ever use that? Without someone no. else. No. No. Yeah, it's not no. great. I'm trying no. to but now you find know. any positivity here. But wow. All right. Well, Heather, so wine bottle, what Tissany described, all found in the trash, all very not good. So I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call and then your husband's name on Kiss FM. Go ahead. Ryan, you have my permission to call. We're going to call him now and let's see what we find out. Be very quiet until we tell him he's on the air, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Hello? Hi, is this Aiden? This is he. Hi, my name is Jana. I'm calling from Pasadena Blooms. How are you doing this morning? Uh, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. So we're actually doing something. Uh, it's a promotion that we do every month and congratulations. You are actually going to be able to send some free roses to somebody that you think is special in your life today. It's something that we do for local residents. It's just a promotion to promote our business and get, you know, the word out there. Okay. But what's the catch? We just hope that you refer us to friends and family. I don't need any credit card info, cash, anything like that. They're absolutely free. Um, I have red, pink, or I believe I have white roses as well. It's a dozen roses that you could send. Absolutely free. Um, okay, yeah, actually, I, I, I could use that. <laughs> Great. Let's just start with the name of the person you want to send them to. Sure. Although, real quick, do they have to be 
like pink or white or red roses or whatever? Like, like anything less romantic than that? Um, let me see. I might have yellow. Does does yellow work? I, or the I, white I, ones? I don't know flowers. I don't know flowers. It's something that like I think white are very uh, okay. classy. Doesn't have to necessarily sure, be like, romantic. Why do you ask? Happy roses. Well, okay, so. Um, real quick, like the person I want to send them to, I want it to be not as like non-romantic as possible, basically. Okay, I'm I I could maybe do tulips. Sure. Yeah, I don't know flowers. That, that that's fine. Sure. Okay. Let's do tulips. And what's the name of the person you want to send to? It's going to be Annalise, in one word. Okay. And what would you like to put on the card? Um, I don't know. Good luck. All the best. Aiden. A-I-D-E-N. Okay. Aiden, your voice is being broadcast on the radio, and I have your wife, Heather, on the line. Can you tell her who Annalise is? Yeah. um, Okay. uh, Yeah, she's a a woman that I work with in the office, and she's leaving. And you want to send her non-romantic flowers? Yeah, just to be like, hey, you know, best of luck on your future endeavors, whatever they may be. Did you think of sending your wife flowers? You know, well, because we already did Valentine's Day, so I I don't know. I guess I didn't. Maybe she flowered out or chocolate. I'm not sure. (laughs) Heather, would you just tell Aiden why we're here and what you found in the trash can on Monday night while you were at work? Yeah, so... Uh, in our trash, Aiden, was a bag filled with an empty bottle of wine, two glasses, an empty chocolate box, and a wrapper uh, of something that you would use when you were being intimate with someone. Okay. So that was in our trash can. It was in our trash can, like can. In, in the kitchen bin or like out on the street when you pull the bin to the side of the road? Oh. In the bin at the side of the road, but you told me that you were home alone on Monday night while I was working. So why is that in our trash? I, I don't know. I don't. There's not a padlock on it. Anybody could have put anything in there. Like it could have been. I, I don't know. Maybe one of our neighbors is having an affair or something. I don't know. I didn't. I'm not like century watching that thing. I certainly don't go through our garbage to see what's in there. Why are you going through our garbage? I wasn't going through our garbage. I saw a small white bag that was different than our like black trash bags that we use. And it was on top and I was taking it out and I was like, what is this? And in it is obviously remnants of a romantic evening. Right. But you know that you were working and I stayed at home alone and we celebrated our romantic evening the weekend prior, as we said we would do. So you're accusing me of then having another romantic evening with someone else on Monday night while you were at work. Is that what you're saying? Well, it just doesn't make sense to me why it's in our trash can. I just explained it. Anybody can throw anything. There's probably right, like so dog So, Aiden, I think what, I mean, that is true. It was a different colored trash bag. It could have been someone that just tossed it in there. That is possible. <laughs> but, Aiden, I guess the two questions are, are you having an affair? Number one. No. Absolutely not. That is an insane thing to ask. No, in no way am I having Number two is a little, maybe a little more insane. Uh, Is there any chance you use those things by yourself? 
and had the plane alone. No, that is even in more insane. No, I certainly <laughs> well, did I'm not to... wine and dine. And I mean, it's a fair question. Yeah. Intimate things on my. No, I didn't. Heather, I don't know what you're talking you about. know your husband better than anybody here. So you have to determine whether or not you believe him and think he is telling the truth. Um, but he certainly has an answer for all of it. So we'll leave it to you to work on. And thank you very much for reaching out. Okay. I, yeah, I appreciate you doing this. I mean, so you have a theory, Sissany? I mean, I have a thought, and yeah, maybe it's almost exactly what you just said. Somebody drove by and dumped it, maybe like high school kids. It's likely. You know, it's like teenagers it's that are trying to hide likely. that from their parents. They don't want that in their trash cans. Yeah, want. I used to throw stuff in other people's trash cans all the time. You know, it's not the greatest, but it happens. Yeah, look, I didn't believe him at first, just because I was listening to him. And, and he was kind of laughing, which, like, uh, I didn't love. Yeah, I had a hard time initially. And then I started thinking, wait a minute. He wasn't trying to send roses to another woman. He was just trying to send, like, non-romantic flowers. No, but tulips to work colleague is just a little Well, that was Sisney's idea. She said tulips. He didn't. Well, I, I was know, thinking, but... like, lilies. I thought those were romantic, too. Well, so Bethany, I was like, tulips? What, what do you think, Bethany? <laughs> hey, um... So, you know, I really believe the guy. I think that it's very easy for someone to access your garbage. And they Mm -hmm. obviously would do that if they were having an affair, like one of your neighbors. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, my garbage is accessible to anyone. Someone easily could do that at my house. I think that may be what happened here. Look, if she, she's going to determine it. She's going to either believe him or not believe him. But it's a, in what I didn't think had an alibi or Mm -hmm. a likely story. It kind of works, kind of fits. So, and by the way, it's really gross. So, like, don't yeah, do let's that. Let's not even get <laughs> off that street. All right, thank you, Bethany, for calling. On air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Bad Bunny show sold out. Like I was saying earlier, everything's selling out because we've not been to shows in so long, and artists have not performed for you. Some have never performed for you. Yeah, like never performed <laughs> because Olivia Rodrigo had hits yeah. during the pandemic. And it's finally getting out to see people. Um, all right, the Chinese report. So, Chinese said this for all your women listening, for your words, right? That are constantly being told they need to have babies ASAP. So you're saying people around them or society is constantly saying what? When are you having a baby? Mm. Constantly. Do you and, get asked that? Oh, my, I've been getting asked that for the last 10 years. And then when you yeah. hit, when you're about to turn 30, it's... When are you going to freeze your eggs? Yikes. Yeah. And that's such a myth that I just started looking into because I was like, well, maybe I should get my eggs checked. So I did. So I went down that whole path. And let me tell you, it's a whole conversation that nobody talks about because everybody just wants to instill fear in us that like our eggs are drying up. But really, they're They're not. not. By the way, when you are having these conversations, we do a little research on this side of the thing. Like for guys? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are fine. (laughs) Okay, thanks. But how do you know he's fine? (laughs) Because I did, I went to a consultation and I asked about me and my eggs and I asked about my partner because he's older than me. And they said, yeah, your, your stuff is going to be just as fine at 60 as it is at 30. Oh, okay. So you're, you're factoring Ryan in with your dude because they're similar age. Yeah. Got it. Patty? That's just not fair. You know, it's not. It's just wrong that you guys get to swim 
effortlessly for that many years. Well, don't hold Robbie and I accountable. We didn't design ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I would have designed myself a hell of a lot differently if I did. But I will say my appointment, the consultation that I had about my eggs was a lot more uplifting than I think society makes it out to seem because everybody talks about the minute you turn 30, you should freeze your eggs if you're not planning on having kids. And I left my appointment feeling a lot like less stressed about it. You know, like I'm not going to freeze my eggs right now. And so I no. wanted to talk about this trending report because Naomi Campbell, she was on the cover of British Vogue and she's holding her nine month old daughter and she was opening up in this article about always wanting to be um, her life, her lifelong dream of being a mom. So she's 51. And they were asking about the 50 year age gap between her and her baby. And she said uh, she's really encouraging all of her older friends to have babies as well. She said, I'm telling them all do it. Don't hesitate. And it just got me thinking because I like that. She's coming out at 51. She just had this baby. Well, we don't really know. She said she didn't adopt the baby, so she didn't really get into specifics as to how it all went down, which is totally fine. But I just think if you want to have a baby and it's that time for you and you want to do it and you don't have a partner, there are other ways to do this. My girlfriend has really wants to be a mom and she doesn't have a significant other and was dating and just crashing and burning. So she decided to foster to adopt. And there's just like various different ways and channels to kind of fulfill these desires of your heart. And I just think it's important to talk about that. There's never a perfect age or a stopping point for you to do anything in life. True that. I agree. <laughs> um, not, quite, not quite sure where to go on this one. I'm in the doghouse because my guys are alive till 60. So everybody's upset with me here. <laughs> So, Easton, I don't know how you feel about it all, but you're, apparently you're good. To, Tanya checked on you as well. Yeah, she checked yeah. everybody. I think it's funny how you generalized your – yeah, it's, I think it's funny. Like, you're fine. So are you, and yeah. so are you, because I asked about my partner. It's like we don't <laughs> know if you're fine. I'm quite okay. sure. It could be individual. It's it individual, could, it could but – It could be individual anatomy. But generally speaking, generally speaking. Yeah. Don't you have to, I, like, actually test – got to test it, though. I might call a buddy or two of mine that I think like you got to go in a room and like handle your business, and then, and then you got to bring in a little. Cup. That's the thing. I maybe we should talk about one day. But, Let's talk about it well. now. Because well, I need to understand what you have to do before I talk about it. I want to have a little thoughtfulness here. I think they have like a special room that you go into, and there's like a bunch of TVs and magazines. Get my head and... wrapped around that. <laughs> you can't like. But what are you checking for to make sure? What's it's What's the good? lighting like in that room? Right. Yeah. Right. Like I can't be in a. Drug Is it a lighting. bed? Is it a chair? Like uh, all of it. And to think other people have been in there doing <laughs> right, that. Right. Other people. <laughs> it's like the I, room. We, this is. I don't know what podcast I'm going to go on, but I need to talk about this because I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe you could do it in the comfort of your home, but then you have to drive it there. In a I don't nice mind pack. drive. I don't mind that. I'd rather, believe me, I'd rather be the messenger. No, but it needs to be sterile, right? Yeah, I'm like it's well, not like the bed. Can, can just... we stop talking about things not we don't know yet? Let's come back to this <laughs> with a thoughtful conversation. <laughs> Let's not throw things out we don't know about yet. But I, we will come back to this. We'll figure it out. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. James, good morning. How you doing? Hey, Ryan. I'm good. How are you? Okay, James. So thanks for holding on for a second. So your dad isn't going to come to your brother's wedding. What's the drama here? God, yeah. So, okay, my brother's getting married, which is amazing. Um, I'm his best man. And since, you know, the times we live in right now, there's this rule, you know, you have to be vaccinated to come to the, the wedding. And my dad 
is one of these people who is not vaccinated. Um, and up until now, I just haven't dealt with it. He's his own person. He can, you know, I'm going to leave him to make his own decisions. But now he's not he's not coming to my brother's wedding. And <laughs> I feel like as the best man, do I have some responsibility here? I don't know. Is this my problem now? What, what, what do you uh, think? Well, I mean, he, it sounds like you it's your first of all, it's your dad. So it's not like yeah. an outsider here. It is your sibling's wedding, so it's not an outsider here. It's not a friend. It is all a family circle. So if it were me, and I'm sure your brother wants your dad to be there, I would say, look, Dad, you're creating a real difficult, complex situation that can be avoided. And, by the way, it's a good thing for you to do. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He's just stubborn, you know? I would totally have that conversation. Oh, gosh. Okay. Sit down with him, tell him, and then hopefully he changes Look, his mind. You're doing it on the family's behalf, on the family's happiness and togetherness behalf, and right? When you say? Yeah. And if your dad doesn't budge, what about a negative COVID test, even like a rapid PCR to really prove, like, would, would they accept that? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I'd have to check. I have to. Gosh, he's he's weird about testing. He's weird about vaccines. But I think you know, if I sit down and tell him it's for the family, he's got to he's got to change his mind, right? He has to. Yeah. Well, you know exactly yeah. what you need to do, James. So get on that and save the family. Okay, I will. I will, Ryan. All right, buddy. Take care. <laughs> on air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Usher joining us. There he Hello, is. Usher. How are you, Usher? Seacrest. Hello, and how are you? I'm doing well, man. Great to see you and see your smiling face. How's everything? How's the new year treating you? Man, so far so good. Saw an incredible Super Bowl. The LA Rams won. You You know, it's really been it's been a lot of uh, interesting times. Had a new baby. Yeah, yeah. I saw your holiday photo. That family keeps growing of yours, man. Yeah, I kind of got a a thing with that. Congratulations! (laughs) Congrats. That's yeah, great. It's actually been a pleasure. You know, uh, that's my silver line. And the fact that I have two uh, incredible babies, a boy and a girl, Sire, Ra, and uh, Sovereign uh, Bo. So really, really what? happy. Yeah. Great names, too. How, was the naming, we've talked about this before here. You have such great names and such unique yeah. names and such beautiful names. Ticking all those boxes is challenging, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I, I, there there's power in words, right? So, yeah. um, Naveed Eli Raymond, my my uh, second child, Usher. That was the coolest name. No, but, um, <laughs> Usher is that, no that brainer. Was that, that was the easy one. Um, <laughs> although he does not want to be called Usher, he prefers being called Cinco. But okay. uh, Sayra, <laughs> uh Costrello Raymond, and uh, uh, Sovereign Bo Nancy Raymond. So there's a uh, there's there's such meaning in the names. And, um, you know, just I try to give my I try to give, you know, the 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 name that I think will represent them in the long run, you know? Yeah. Higher and sovereign. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> well, well, uh, well, it also would make sense then we're, we're going to get to this in a second. You've got this residency coming up. It would make sense that you could probably spend a little more time with the family by yeah. doing shows all in one place in Las Vegas. Right. I mean, that seems strategic in a way. Yeah, well, uh, I think it was just kind of a product of being in a pandemic, too, also. <laughs> and I don't think we were, you know, kind of going state to state and being able to to put on those shows the way that we could when things were that type of normal. Yeah, yeah. It, it really gave, it afforded me the opportunity to allow people to come to me uh, from all over the world. And what is it? I, I was talking to Lionel 
Richie and Luke Bryan and Katie even. We were out on the road working together the other day, and I was talking to them. They're all doing residencies in Las Vegas. And Luke was saying, you know, the first night he, and, and again, I mean, you, you've been there, but he said on the first night for him, he was really nervous because he wanted to do so. He knows these people are in Vegas. There's a lot of comp- There's a lot of things to do in Las Vegas. It's not like you're just in some city for a night and everybody's there to see you. What does it feel like when you're looking out into that crowd of people from all over the place, Usher? Well, I guess I was just considering myself delusional because I would feel that everybody's just there to see me. And, <laughs> and that's the confidence that it actually takes in order to put on a well, show. It makes sense. Time. You know yeah. what I mean? Hey, you know, you just, if anything, you're nervous because you don't know if tomorrow the entire show is going to be shut down. But God willing, we managed to, you know, have enough of a staff in order to uh, to make it through. Uh, the shows and didn't have as many issues as I thought we would have, but it was a bit complicated to put uh, together this show uh, and a lot went into it. A lot of time, a lot of, you know, understanding and, and, and underst- understanding this new standard of how we even do things, meet and greets and the distance. Mm, right. I mean, I'm like, hi, it's like, <clears throat> it's not meet and greet, but you're like way over there. Yeah, well, It feels strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, it was- almost feels like you're cheating them in a way. Right. Cause like you want to be able to get next to them and, and share the connection that they have with you and you with them. Well, it allowed me to kind of incubate new ideas and ways to meet and greet people. So mm. underneath my stage, when we were there before, I had an entire immersive world. So mm. you literally came to a speakeasy. So there's performers oh, there. Cool. There's have oh, there. Yeah. entire experience. And there's an entire uh, theatrical play, uh, immersive play that's going on. Yeah with uh, about 20 actors <clears throat> and then we go to new york which was outside so it's like okay right. we got space right. and then we took them to a place called magic city ush city if you ever been to atlanta then you know what magic city is anyway yes. <laughs> point is it was actually all about immersing them into the place and the environments that these songs were created and then they went upstairs to see the show so now at the Dolby live Park MGM, I'm going to do the same thing, but elevate it a little bit more. You'll be able to have VIP uh, uh, tickets where we can have a meet and greet. There's also two uh, specific spaces in the show that you can request to be and uh, be a part of the show. So there's there's just all these different layers that, again, I was able to incubate as a result Mm -hmm. of trying to find new ways to put on the show. What does the set list look like now at the show? You know, that's one of the hardest things to do, right? <clears throat> you know, and it, it can't be based off of just how successful each song has been that you elect to go with because you got fans who love B-sides. You got fans who love, you know, you know, the 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 features. And then there is that. Okay, what happens when you got a friend in town who you did a feature with? All right, well, we gotta switch the whole show up in mm-hmm. that moment. That was just an open moment. That becomes a special one of a kind moment that would only happen that night. Uh, but what I try to do is give people as much of a range from the beginning up into current date as I possibly could. And Usher, with, with I mean, you're not standing at a microphone, standing in a microphone like you have. You get some action on your stage yeah, as I'm well. Skating. Bro, I'm skating. I got set changes. <laughs> I got things flying in and out. It's, it's theatrical. Yeah. Tired stage. She's actually on a pole, forty feet in the air. It's like I, it's for me. It was it was 
I think I spent maybe a week before I even started putting together the show to just go to Vegas and be reminded of how I felt every time I came to Las Vegas. No, I didn't Smart. go see Thunder Thunder. Ladies, y'all did that part. But <laughs> I, I was mindful of the fact that there's an audience that would like that. I was mindful yeah. of the fact that Cirque du Soleil. You know, so I had to get my abs right for that moment. Yeah. But Cirque yeah. Well, you didn't have far to go. Those, those theatrical moments that people literally come to Las Vegas for. And also, too, they come for a show or they want the EDM experience. So I'm like, how do I encapsulate all of the things and worlds that I play in all in one space? And what I did is I, I kind of adapted this, you know, Atlanta Southern culture and offered that. You know, as you look around, it's like you see Gordon Ramsay and you see, you know, you see the Eiffel Tower. You see all these. I'm like, wait a minute. Our culture needs to be represented here as well. So everything that I know and love from the South, I try to put that into the show. So I'm skating. The fashion speaks to it. There's an actual club on the stage where we make use of those Ush books that you heard about. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it was it was just it was an amazing thing. I, I really have gotten a lot of uh, joy out of being able to be creative in a new way with my music. Listen, if you need a nod to Atlanta, Connie and Gary Seacrest are still permanent residents. <laughs> They'd be happy to be you know up there somewhere as a feature. Absolutely. No problem. As long as <laughs> the parental units. Town stomping. That's cool. Come on. <laughs> Man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for you it, personally and professionally to hear all the good things that are going on. Tickets to Usher's Las Vegas residency at Dolby Live at Park MGM go on sale next Friday, 10 a.m. Ticketmaster.com slash Usher Vegas. He obviously, you know, thrills the audiences and he, you can tell he loves what he does. You know, sis, he just gets up there yeah. and enjoys it and people feel that. Congratulations. Usher, big hugs, buddy. Hope to see you soon. I hope to see you guys, too, in July up into October. Come out. Please have a good time with me, and uh, I'll see you in Vegas. Okay, buddy. Take care, Usher. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. That's going to wrap it for us in 102.7 KISS FM. Coming up tomorrow, it is a Friday morning. Of course, we're going to start paying your bills early at 610. Also... I got a hometown hustler celebrating local entrepreneurs after eight and bad bunny tickets. And it's Patty's last day before she starts her podcast career. <laughs> Have a good one. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.